0: Welcome to CPP Chat. This is the C++ Now 2018 version. And so we've got a few attendees that are going to tell us a little bit about their adventures at C++ C++ Now. Uh, It's a little bit different format than our normal show, but I think we'll have just as much fun as we always do. Uh, I'll turn it over to our producer, Phil.
1: Hello again. This is our uh, second episode at a uh, a conference uh, since the new format started. Um, As we record this, no one's actually seen the first one, because uh, that's uh, that's still being edited. But uh, by the time this one comes out, you should have seen the first one as well. But then we'll be back to our regular format where we'll be live streaming um, and then then producing a podcast from that afterwards.
0: So why don't we do the whole panel and just start over there and have people introduce themselves.
2: Right, yeah. Hi, everyone watching. Uh, my name is Brian Heim. I uh, just finished up a master's at Yale University uh, in computer science. Um, I decided to come here because I've been using C++ for about a year now, and I wanted to really uh, expand my experience and knowledge of that. Um, do, you, do you want me to talk about what I've enjoyed here? Or? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I mean, this this conference has been. A <laughs> I, I, well, actually, there's nothing there. No. Um, uh, yeah, this conference has been uh, really great. I didn't know what to expect coming here, but it's been fantastic. Uh, everyone is very friendly. I think there's kind of a good sense of camaraderie, which I really haven't felt at a conference before or a festival, um, like quite like this. Um, yeah, everyone is very knowledgeable and very passionate about what they do, and it's really inspiring to go to talks and see people, you know, arguing but very politely and very in a very friendly manner about uh, very obscure. Things that actually turn out to be really important. Uh, so that's, that's been my, yeah, yeah, Const is, is really important. <laughs> it's probably the most important thing that's been discussed here. Uh, we might as well call this like the Grand Council of Const.
0: <laughs> so they can't hear what I'm saying. So mention yeah. that the, the two of you are wearing green shirts and that oh, means you're volunteer. Yeah, yeah, right. Yes,
2: I am a volunteer this year. Uh, and that's, that's been really great. Like I definitely would not have been able to come otherwise. So definitely thank you to everyone who made that possible. Um, I really appreciate it.
3: Yeah, so I'm Jonathan Müller. This is my second time here. I'm also again a volunteer, like I was my first time, and I also, I also gave a talk yesterday, like I did the first time, and like, first, uh, like the first time, it's been a great conference. I really enjoy being here. It's amazing people, amazing conversations, amazing talks, just great.
0: Thank you for not mentioning your lightning talk.
3: I also gave two lightning talks. One of them I must not talk about. The other one was about placement new.
0: <laughs> <laughs> so for those of you who want to know what he's talking about, you're going to have to get the lightning talks on video and watch them all. The-
4: yeah, the lightning talk might or might not have been related to this, but well, let's not talk about that <laughs> before we go into too much detail. So uh, I'm Peter Bendels. I've uh, been using C++ for on the order of the size of 20 years by now. And I really, really enjoy coming to C++ now, especially because when I come here, I look at the program and I, I see a whole lot of talks. And most of the talks, I can guess about 70% of the content. And that means that 30% of that is something I have no idea about, I don't know about, and I can't guess. And there's really smart people here who have uh, the remaining 30% in ways that you never expected. So for me, that's what typifies this conference. It's it's a C++ conference like CppCon, Meeting C++, and many others. But instead of going to a talk to learn about everything he has to say, you go to a talk and you pretty much guess about 70%, but it's 30% that you can only learn when, you, when you're when you being here, when you're interacting with with the uh, presenter and with everybody else in the audience.
5: I'm Ben Dean. I'm a Principal Engineer at Blizzard Entertainment where I work on the Battle.net team. And this is my fourth year at in Aspen here at C++ Now. Uh, and I learn so much every year. This is like the week of the year when I do all of my C++ kind of queuing up of learning. Everything I talk to people about here, the sessions I see, you know, I make notes, I go back, and then I dig into it, and maybe stay in touch with people that I meet here over Slack or over Twitter. It's really amazing to uh, come here, and like Yonatan like and Peter said, the sessions are interactive as much as, as, much as any session can be. And, uh, you know, it's quite often the case that the session will be presented about one thing, and there will be some detail in the session that leads to a lot of discussion afterwards and, um, you know, uncovering new things. So, it, yeah, this is a really great week for me to learn.
6: Yeah. Hello. So my name is Anastasia. I work for a company brains We do tools for developers, namely IDEs. And so actually, that's why I'm here. So we do tools for C++ and it's Still, like we're in 2018 and the survey show that most of the people are still using C++ 11 and 14. But I do believe that it's kind of impossible to do tools for C++ if you don't know what's going on on the cutting edge of C++ and that's exactly what this conference is about. So that's why we're here and happy to be here. Actually, that's my second time, good time in here. Um, hi, my
7: name is Rong Lu, and I am a program manager on the uh, Visual Studio C++ team at Microsoft. Um, So, I primarily work on Visual Studio Code as an editor for C++. Um, So, this is my first year being at this conference. I submitted a talk and very fortunately uh, that talk was accepted. And I'm really excited to be here to share what we have been doing uh, in Visual Studio Code to um, the C++ developers here and also an awesome learning experience for me just to be here with so many C++ top C++ experts and and being there Um, and in the sessions and also the social events here, it's been an awesome experience. And something funny about being here for the first time, since I've never been to this loca- this venue, this conference, and I'm usually used to conferences that are pretty big, like thousands of th- attendees. And I came here and didn't see any sign, like, whatsoever around the buildings. I wasn't sure whether I'm in the right place. And I walk up to that hall, and there's a sign on the door that says bears live in this county (laughs) and in the dark make sure you use the flashlights to not bump into any bears and i knew from that moment this conference is going to be different (laughs) than any of the conferences i've been to and yes indeed it is very different and the fact it is so small i felt like people are really well connected and talk to many people who have been coming here year after year i can see why they love this conference and this is quickly becoming one of my favorite conferences as well. So really glad to be here.
8: Uh, My name is Bob Stiegel. Uh, This is my second time here at the conference. I submitted three abstracts in hopes that maybe the program committee might pick one. And for my efforts, I was punished and they picked all three. (laughs) Uh, It was quite a lot of work and also quite a lot of fun. Uh, I've been using C++ since before there was an STL. I hope I don't look that old. (laughs) <laughs> uh this is a great
9: conference, great people. Uh, it's an amazing week-long uh, learning experience. I'm Matt Godbolt. I've been programming C++ for 20 years and have recently escaped the finance industry. Um I this is my first time at uh, the conference too and I can't reiterate enough that how how much you get out of it being such a small conference and like I I was commenting to Ben earlier like every time the speaker is speaking they'll call out the people who are raising their hand by name because everybody has got to know <laughs> each, everyone, everybody by now. And that's just amazing. Um... I wasn't originally coming, but uh, at last minute, I decided to uh, to come along. And then I just decided to submit a lightning talk. And then before I knew it, I had a phone call from John saying, ah, is there any chance you could do a, a talk? So I had about four days to prepare a talk. So uh, a similar story to, to Bob in terms of you know being surprised by uh, what happened in terms of talking. But it was an amazing experience, really interactive. Can't emphasize enough how, how, how important it is to have this density of experts Who are willing to talk to you and um, bump into it in corridors and just chat? And and everyone's just so approachable. It's it's a wonderful experience, and I will be coming back, although I will need to sleep for about three days solid after the end of
8: this. (sighs) My name is Marshall Clow. Have you been here before? I have been here before. Um, I managed to stumble onto this conference the very first year it was held, and I've been here ever since. Uh, My wife is wondering where I've been the last 12 years because I haven't gone home yet. Um, but no, I, this is this is a wonderful conference. Uh, as Matt said, um, the sessions tend to be very interactive. Um, I just finished up my talk about an hour ago and it was like, I was demonstrating stuff and people were putting up hands, well, what if you do this, or what if you do this, or can you do this, and so on and so forth. And um, I learned stuff giving my talk, which is always a nice thing. But that uh, is exactly right, you know, we, by this time in the week, you know most everybody has met everybody and and you see you know you're giving a talk or something or you put your hand up at a talk and the uh the presenter looks at his, yes marshall <laughs> <laughs> um or yeah marshall's gonna disagree about this or <laughs> or ben i know ben thinks otherwise um anyway um yeah the the comment wrong's comment about bears live here yeah this is this is a very small conference and we're in a very a very special venue um it's it's not, you know, follow follow the hundreds of people going down the corridor. It's follow the tens of people that are striking out across the field to get to the next building. Um I know no reason why I won't be back next year or the year after or the year after. Because, you know,
0: twelve in a row. Yeah, I was thinking when Ronk said that. Is this is, this is just kind of like, you know, camping out with Wi Fi, right? Um <laughs>
8: And, and a hotel, and a hotel, four
0: hundred yards away, and and a, and a very first class, you know, hotel. Anybody been in a hotel room bigger than the one they're in? I mean, that those rooms are huge. You have okay,
3: once, once,
0: once yeah. Um, actually, I wanted to, I wanted to kind of follow up on, on something Marshall was talking about. That I think we should probably set expectations a little bit because I have had discussions with people who are a little put off by the fact that. Uh, that there's a lot of questions of the speakers and it's like, just shut up and let the guy talk. And it's like, no, this isn't that kind of conference, right? Uh, And contrasting with another big conference I know, um, I say, you know, if you wanna know the answer to a C++ question, you go to CppCon. But if you wanna be involved in finding the answer, you go to C++ now. And that's really much about, um, about what this is about. And that's a lot about why there is so much give and take and uh, Michael Case was telling me that he knows that what would be 40 minutes to talk about at CppCon Con is over an hour here because he knows he's going to get substantial comments and when I say substantial I don't mean lengthy I mean they're of substance they 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 contribute to the talk and he plans for that he, he understands that um, anybody else want to comment.
8: That's absolutely right. I mean, I, I give talks at CPPCon and I give talks here. The by talk I just finished, it was supposed to be forty minutes. It turned out to be fifty. I had, I think, fourteen slides. Um, if I if I was going to give a similar talk at CPPCon, it would be thirty odd slides because things would just flow right along. But but people kept asking interesting questions, and it's like, huh? Well, you could do this, or you could do that. And so, yeah, I just, I tend to write very sparse talks in terms of materials here because, you know, I have lots of things to talk about, but how it's going to go sometimes, you're not sure until you get get up in front and start talking.
0: Anybody else want to contrast presenting here with presenting somewhere else? Uh,
5: yeah. So in my talks here, uh, my my talks, I typically, you know, I typically do, obviously I do research for the talk, I practice the talk. Uh, but in 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 some of the code on the slides, when I come here, there are definite points where I know I get to this slide. I know the audience is going to have something to say about this slide. I know there are people in the audience. I can actually ask about what happens. I, I I present the material to the best of my ability. But, you know, sometimes there's a piece of code on the slide and I've looked at the standard and I've interpreted it as best I can. And there are people here I know who will be able to set me right on a few things. You know, sometimes there are points where you're trying something out. You're not you're not sure what you can read the standard, but you're not sure what it. Is saying, um, and so you come here and you get chapter and verse, and everyone who understands and you know has comments of substance.
0: Any other presenters that want to contrast
4: this? Uh, I can sure add on a bit to that. I was just uh, giving a talk on views, and there was a good question from one person in the audience who asked about temporaries in his particular context, and I didn't immediately have an answer to that. And at that point, somebody in the audience raised their hand and basically said, well, I've read the standard and I'm working on proposals that would make this well defined. Right. As in, so instead of just having the answer that the standard would give now, you'll get the answer that the standard had has now and will have in the future. So you're not just getting the answers, you're, you're learning a whole lot more than any other conference. And if I'm contrasting that to meeting C++ where I give a talk, I have, say about an hour to talk, I can explain a whole lot of things. And the questions are usually directly related to the slides that I'm talking about. They're not the the underlying principles, the the theoretical things behind it. And you get that way more over here.
3: So I also want to mention, like in your talk, where you gave like the example of how you could do that, and someone raised the hand, well, there's a proposal. And you're like, that's the next slide. And five minutes later, <laughs> you were like, Okay, uh, then we do that, and someone was like, well, what about that? That's the next slide, so the audience is really following you along, and yeah. Yeah, So
1: I did a uh, talk yesterday, where uh, for a large section of it, I was presenting a lot of um, subjective uh, figures uh, from from my own opinion. And so I had to start that section by saying, you know, please hold off um, (laughs) giving your own opinion on these figures, because I need to get through them all. And, uh, you know, to their credit, they they did. They, They were very well behaved. But at the end, actually built up to uh, presenting a uh, pre-proposal. So it's not even been presented to the Standards Committee yet. Um, and it was uh, very exciting, very interesting, lots of backwards and forwards. Uh, and there were definitely questions that I couldn't answer. Uh, and then there were people in the room who had also read the pre-proposal that
5: were able to answer
1: on my behalf. So it works both ways.
5: So contrasting uh, with CPPCon, which is John's other conference. Uh, yes. it is our other conference. Right, our, our 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 community, the CPPCon is our other major conference in the US. Um, I yes, when I go and talk at CPPCon, the talk is much more sort of, you know, the, the style of the talk is much more, you know, people are handing down the stone tablets and the audience is listening, and there might be a question or two, but it's it's not nearly as forward-looking as it is here. It's not about was it you Jonathan or Peter said that or, or Phil said the the questions are about here the questions are about well, sure this is what happened now and we can we can un- totally understand that. But what would we actually want to happen? Uh, and at CppCon, it's it's much more, you know, here's here's a thing, here's what you should do. Be thankful for that. Sort of <laughs> Not really, but yes, the it's much more of a a lecture format at CPCon where I'm, I'm if I give a if I give a talk I'm much more conscious that I'm sort of lecturing to the crowd. And here it's more of a, having a conversation with the crowd one thing I would say about that is, <clears throat> I, I've definitely told people
0: that at CPPCon, the assumption is the person at the front of the room is the expert on this material, and that's the way it is. But here, I remember, you know, talking about move semantics, and Howard Hinnison in the audience. And the nice thing about that is that when you get a question, you can say, hmm, how should that work, Howard?
5: <laughs> I can say, uh, yes, a lot of times I ask Marshall, and I see people asking Marshall, because Marshall's normally, you know, in the room, and Marshall's, standard library implementer, he's implemented a bunch of these things, and so it's quite often that questions go to Marshall in any given talk.
4: That's also the thing, if you look around the audience in a regular conference, you find most of the people are still essentially stuck on C++11 because they're working on some kind of production software that needs to support some ancient customer that really, really must have C++11 and nothing newer. And if you see the the amount of hands raised when the question comes up in such a conference, you see that 80% is doing C++11, 20% isn't even there yet. And if you ask about C++ 14, 17, then basically it's like five people raising their hands and they are they are the speakers. They are working on the new stuff. If you do the same question over here, and I think somebody <laughs> did, it's about 50% doing C++ 17 and about the same amount going beyond that, downloading <laughs> experimental versions of a compiler on uh, cppx.godbold.org, for example. Thank you for that. And doing things that haven't been implemented in the standard and won't be even going in until 2023. So it's it's an entirely different sort of thing in a way
0: did you want to say something Brian? yeah um
4: yeah so these
2: are this is just my observation because i was not a presenter and uh, i don't have a lot of experience at uh, computer science conferences but uh yes this language is is a large topic and humblingly so and uh the lecture format definitely only gets you so far with that um and i guess the way i would describe what What I've observed of the atmosphere here is that people are working together to try to uncover, you know, what is what is sort of like the essence of this language uh, of where it has been in the past and where is it going? Um, And it's yeah, that's that's been very interesting to see. Uh, You really get the sense that people are trying to work together to solve these questions and uh, and cover the holes in other people's knowledge, because we all definitely have them.
8: So that's absolutely right. I don't know how many times I have seen happen here where somebody sits down in in, and a talk and and they're listening to the speaker and their eyes light up and they get all excited and then they go away and they're back here next year with a talk of their own and they start off with, I was in so-and-so's talk last year and I thought that was really cool. And so I, I went home and I worked on this and I have all his stuff he did and a whole much stuff more and that's what I'm going to talk about today.
0: What I want to do is I want to, uh, uh, I think we have three people here who are here for the first time. So I want to ask the question, uh, what would you tell somebody to be prepared for this? Um, And so, you know, because some of us who have been here a lot, we kind of know what to expect. And so there's not that many surprises, you know, if there's a sign here that says, uh, you know, watch out for the bears, it's like, oh, of course, but that might be a surprise to some people.
9: Yeah, like Marshall was just saying catch up on your sleep before you come out because <laughs> if you want to take full advantage, you're going to be up at 7 in the morning um, to get yourself ready to get to the 8 o'clock or earlier and meet up with people. And you're going to probably want to be at the lightning talks, which go until, I think, was it 10 o'clock last night? We were past 10. And then you, and then the, where the real conference happens is in the bar afterwards and, we, and all the hallway conversations and things and the various sort of breakout areas where people get together and talk. And so I don't think I've been to bed um, earlier than about 1 a.m. so far this week, and that's not really what I'm good at doing, <laughs> especially when the alarm clock goes off at six again. And so it's 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 quite brutal in that respect. Um, the layout is unusual. I think we've alluded to that with the bear sort of uh, stickers around and the uh, and and the, the need for a flashlight to safely get back um, from the conference center back to where the hotel is. Um, yeah, there's there's it's it's very unusual and it's it's refreshing and it, it's exciting. But yeah, in order to prepare for it, I think catch up on sleep take the map that they give you on the day one and memorize it because you're going to get lost um, and, or just follow people around as they go around and follow the herd.
7: Um, Yeah. Some similar observations from my side. Um, So I think CPP can a lot of learning about like how to use the languages and stuff like new features, how you use it. And this is what you do. And here is about people are actively thinking about how we could improve the languages. So it's a lot of great ideas bouncing around. So I would say if there's one thing you should do before coming to this conference, is do your homework. Is to watch, probably watch the talks uh, from CPPCon last year online before you come here. C++ is now. Right, no, CPP, CPP contact. So just so you have the basic knowledge, oh, okay. you know the languages, you know the features, so you don't come to your, here to learn how to use something. You come here to think about deeply about the language itself and the features, what are the downside, what we could do in the future, and that kind of stuff. So I would say a lot of homework needs to be done before coming here so that you can get more out of this conference, you can benefit more from all the discussions happening here.
0: So I want to throw one new person question at you, and that is, you know, we've alluded to the fact that, that people here know each other, people have come year after year after year, it's a pattern, and one of the things that happens in that case is that sometimes new people don't want to come because they're not part of the in-group, and so I want to ask ask the three of you, we'll let Matt try again, but um, uh, but I, I want to ask you not only how, how would you prepare for some, but, but have you been excluded or have you been included, that's what I want to ask.
7: absolutely very uh friendly environment here everybody i've been talking to it's been so friendly i feel like definitely being uh welcomed here um definitely being included and uh it is really fun and i started maybe i because i i came here because uh it was a late afternoon in on tuesday and followed by a picnic so it was a great time to to start conversations with, with people but i feel like um, it's definitely a very, very friendly conference. Uh, I would not um hesitate to come here. Like as a first time comer here, I uh, definitely would recommend anyone to be here and to experience this something different.
2: So reiterating what's been said, uh if you are tired, sleep before you come. Uh, as I learned the hard way. If you have coursework, finish it before you come. <laughs> uh. if you have if you have a
8: Standard's going to be mailing deadline. Oh, yeah. If you, if you
2: have if you have deadlines, uh, meet them, <laughs> or or prepare to not meet them. Um, yeah, I I think uh, for me, what I the advice I would give myself before coming here, uh, if I if I could go back in time, would be to not uh, not be afraid that you don't know enough. In fact, think about precisely the things that you want to learn more about, because this is one of the best places that you can learn about that definitely.
4: If I can just attach one little thing to this. Because I'm here now as somebody who is, in it, at least in the middle of my career, I've been a uh, junior for a number of years. I'm pretty much a senior now. And I always thought that going to conferences was a thing that you did when you were the senior person in your company. You had enough money to spend on things. You had backup things. And there are ways to get here if you're not the senior person. You're just a, the junior person trying to learn, even if you're in, still in high school. Just silent nudge. Um, You can apply as a volunteer, and you can get most of the stuff taken care of. There's a limited number of spots, but do think about it, because it's one of the best places to learn, and even if you just want to figure out if this is the language you want to continue with,
9: just at least apply for it, just as an extra reminder. So yeah that's that's an important thing you know to to say that this conference is is valuable for people learning the language but I think there's a counterpoint to that which is that it's, it's quite easy to get into the complacent world where you think you know enough about the language and you can get on with your day job every day without having to learn very much more you know maybe you read the odd blog post or whatever but that's a complete fallacy. Nobody knows enough. Well, maybe Richard Smith is is, is, is <laughs> okay now. We've got to, got to get a Richard Smith joke, joke in, haven't we? Um, but no, I think you know, and it's 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 one of those things where I've discussed with a few people have asked me about this. You know, it's easy to convince yourself that you don't need the time off work or the time away from your learning is 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 not time well spent, and then you have to convince your boss or whatever to give you the the, the money to come and all that stuff. But when you're here you're like oh my gosh this is i'm learning so much i am i'm interacting with people i'm building relationships with people in the community and this is so so valuable i i can't recommend it enough for for everyone from junior all the way up to the the senior people at at a, at a company or in their career Marshall's Marshall's gesturing me so.
8: so um i i guess i qualify as one of the senior people <laughs> sadly i'm going to have to dye my hair for next year um what do you think red red yeah. blue I don't know anyway um, somebody co- you commented that Peter commented I think that people turn in the middle of, of sessions and ask me Marshall what do you think about this and yet I go home from this conference with a long list of to do's like oh check out this library and what can I do with this library or hey here's a here's a paper I need to read I think the last one was adaptive, rad- adaptive radix sorts, or here's a book I need to look up, or do, 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 I need to follow up with so-and-so about this stuff. And it's, I mean, it's, it, the list goes on and on. I have a couple weeks work just queued up now on my phone from this week. Um, so this is a really good place to learn stuff. It doesn't matter what level you are. I mean, if, you, if you've never written the line of C++ in your life, this is probably not the place for you. But if you've, you know, you've been doing it for a year or two and you're feeling like, yeah, I know a fair amount here, this would be a very humbling place. It's certainly humbling for me. Um, The other on the physical bit, um, be prepared to take it kind of slow the first couple days. Um, We're here at 8,000 feet. Um, You wear out faster than you would think you would. Uh, I've seen people come up here, people who are very fit, people who say, you know, I run 10 miles every day. This is not me. I run 10 miles every day and they get up here and they they put on their running shorts and they head out and they get about two-thirds of a mile and all of a sudden, there's no air here.
7: (laughs) I forgot to pack my oxygen tank. Exactly. Um, I also say I really like the session format here, which is different from other conferences I've been to. There are pretty long breakout sessions, that's 90 minutes, which goes really deep into discussions. Um, And there's also, on the other hand, there's five minute lightning talks, which are a lot of fun, but also informative. A lot of good ideas there. I really enjoyed being there uh, last night for like an hour and a half, going through a lot of lightning talks. I really, really liked it. I
0: think they were really good until right at the end.
7: Um, (laughs) So one,
0: One thing I want to pick up, I think it was Brian who said, uh, you know, don't feel like you need to know it all before you come here. And I would say, you know, Marshall said, if you have never written a line of C++ code, you're not going to, this isn't for you. And I, I agree. And in fact, if you're the kind of person who says, look, just tell me what I need to do to get my job done this afternoon, this is not your conference. The most important thing you need, it's not a lot of knowledge about C++. The most important thing you need is curiosity. Are you curious about what C++ is and are you curious about what C++ could be? And if you're in that mindset, no one here's gonna make fun of you about not knowing something because we've all been there and it is a very humbling experience, right? Uh, what I always tell people is if you if you present here and there is a uh, compiler on your code, you will know it because the audience here will catch it. But nobody's gonna make fun of you. They're just gonna help you. They're gonna say, you know, a, Think you're missing a const there, right? Um, it's just it's 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 going to be a supportive environment. It's not going to be a yeah. Your const may be in the wrong place. Is what I think. What Matt's saying. Uh, it's a it, it's a supportive environment. So it's not like you know we don't let you in unless you we give you a written test and you have to know all about C plus plus eleven. But the baseline before you. It's not like that. Uh, if you're curious about C plus plus, this is the place for you to be.
6: I just wanted to add that. For me, the main difference for this conference in comparison to other conference is that the people here are brave enough. Like when you're at CPPCon, the people are mostly comfortable with, with what they're doing, what they're talking about. And here the people are kind of brave to break things, saying like, you know, this is initializer list and it's done wrong. And we start discussing how wrong is done, actually. And it was like, I like the talk a lot. And so, you need to have this kind of a bravery to come here to discuss these things that you got used to, that you learned in the university, but they are done wrong, probably. Like, and that's that kind of the conference.
2: I, yeah, I would say um, at least one type of person that this conference is for is the person who cares a lot about the. The differences, the very detailed differences between like a declaration and a definition in C++, or you know how exactly C++ works, or how what uh, the standard exactly says about no accept or maybe should say about no accept. Uh, and it's not because uh, they're pedantic people, although that's part of it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it's it's because I think people recognize that we need to get these things right, uh, and that's how a language lives uh, and how a language like evolves is by first having this very clear, very precise understanding of things and then being able to build on top of that uh, a a path forward
5: I was gonna say what I think Marshall said and John echoed don't be afraid to come here because you think you don't know enough C++ the truth is nobody knows all of C plus plus all of us know other than Richard Richard, (laughs) yes that all of us know our little parts and and at this conference you can find people who really know their parts in some detail uh, and that's great but so I first came here in 2014 And I loved it so much that the next year, I submitted a talk in the hope that my company would send me again if I had a talk here. And I was lucky enough to get it accepted. And so the first conference talk I ever gave was here in Aspen, which you would think is a daunting experience uh, given the fact that there's a lot of audience participation, should we say? But it was really amazing. I didn't, I wasn't feeling daunted at all. I, you know, it was my first talk, so a little apprehensive, That's, that's to be expected. But the crowd was the crowd was great. They really were very supportive, and like I say, like has been said, uh, when there were errors on my slides, people would point them out, uh, but not in a way to say "there's an error on your slide, ha ha," you know, but to 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 give the information to make sure the room was aware
4: and to explore parts of the language that we were talking about. Uh, one thing that I can add to that is that if you have a talk that is trying to do something that that has a standard solution, and nearly everybody agrees on the solution, like inheritance or virtual function tables or how to do views and you have an opposing view to that or something different like maybe doing your own V tables by hand mm-hmm. this is a place where you can actually say those things explain how they work and give off the, the trade-offs for, for that and expect the audience to interact with you and, and think that that's a good thing to think about they might not agree with it being a good idea but they will at least listen to you and think that you may have a point let's find out if you do
1: Actually, I just want to say so I think we can probably summarise all of that as this is a, a high level venue for low level discussion. <laughs> <laughs>
5: there you go. There you go. Uh, how is the running? <coughs> yeah, I was going to ask you how is the running? How do you find it?
1: The, the running? Yeah, I've actually been for a run here this week already, but only only a small one. Um, last year I did a longer one. It, it's okay as long as you take it uh, much slower than than you might do otherwise, uh, and and don't do it the first day you come. <laughs> That's the other point.
2: Yeah, this is a very quick addition to that, but if you if you bike downhill, prepare to like find some other way to get back up that hill. <laughs> you should you
1: should know how you're getting back up that hill before you go down it.
2: <laughs> Are we speaking from experience?
5: <laughs>
1: <laughs> uh and the other thing I wanted to say, I uh, don't think anyone's really mentioned, yet. the other unique thing about this venue is uh, just the amazing scenery we have all around. Uh the snow-top mountains, and you know, it's a bright sunny day, it's just uh, it really adds an extra dimension to to the venue I think amusingly enough this is the
8: first year in several years that we haven't actually had snow during the conference um, we very, we almost never have a lot of snow but we frequently have a little bit of snow an inch or two for a few hours which is it's kind of odd because people will will say in the middle of a talk when we look out the window hey it's snowing
0: yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I wanted to not create a false picture there uh, we Almost every year, there's like one day when there's going to be some snow or rain. And, and there might be some time when there's a little bit of mud going through the meadow, so you don't want to go through the meadow. But this week has been amazing in that uh, so far we haven't had a single bad day, and the projection is it's going to rest uh, to the end. of the week. In fact, one of the things that we always do is we put the the picnic early in the week because there's that way there's the option of deciding, you know, Tuesday's not a great day for the picnic. Let's try on Wednesday, and if Wednesday's not good, it's on Thursday, uh, and that's done on purpose, but uh, I think we've only had to push it once, um, and, Yeah, uh, one,
8: one year, I think we, we went from Tuesday to Wednesday to Thursday.
0: Yeah, but um, in general, the, the weather is really good this year, and uh, and normally, I would say most of the time it's really good, but most of the time, most years, there's, as you said, one day where there's gonna be a little bit of something to remind you that you're in Colorado in the spring, and. Uh,
6: I would like actually to add, because last year when I was here for the first time, there was a very interesting story. I went to a talk, it was like, the weather was like now, so it was sunshiny, it was green grass, everything was wonderful. I went out of the talk and everything was completely covered with snow. And the first thought I had actually was, did I really spend that much time on that talk? (laughs) That was a marvelous topic, but like how much time actually passed, because it was really creepy. (laughs) Yeah.
4: Uh, one thing that i haven't seen anybody mention that i've seen running i 've seen uh, biking, but there's a really a uh, bunch of really good hiking trails around here as well so don't forget to bring your hiking boots and ask for a couple of people here to just go on a hike somewhere it's the best place to st- to talk about stood launder while you, while you're hiking up a mountain. <laughs>
6: I would like to add, actually, one more thing because I'm not a hiking fan or like bicycle fan, but I'm a swimming fan. And there is a marvelous swimming pool, which is outdoor, which is warm. So don't be afraid of snow, and you'll have marvelous views while you're swimming. And that was actually what I'm doing every morning here.
0: All right. Um, does anyone have a particularly embarrassing and mem- uh, memorable story about Marshall that we want to <laughs> squeeze in real quick? Uh, actually, probably Marshall would probably be the best storyteller. <laughs> I was going
8: to say. We- <laughs> after 12 years surely surely you guys could find several
0: of those oh not just stories we have photo documentation so uh um no does anybody else have a have a I
8: have photos of Tony Van
0: Oh okay um does anybody have a, a thought they want to share uh, an experience something um that uh any, anyone other than Jonathan want to talk about um, <laughs> uh anything that was particularly memorable or um an experience you want to you want to share that we can Share with the viewers?
4: All right. Uh, even for the most controversial topics, such as the East Cons versus West Cons debate, you can find a place, uh, a place here to discuss it. You can uh, freely ask anybody about their opinion about it. And you can have a reasonable, honest discussion about it. Most of the place. <laughs> and people feel free to express their own opinion. People feel free to discuss it with everybody. And that's, yeah, I'm, I'm really happy to be here. I think one of the things that that I've observed
0: is that that when people are are talking about something technical, you know, and and someone saying that you, you know, that should be a member function and somebody else saying no, that should be free standing So we're going back and forth on that. It's never going to get personal. And The reason I know is that you might actually convince me and I might be arguing on the other side in about half an hour and I've seen that happen, right? It's like, "Oh, I didn't think of Oh, you're right. Oh, that's a terrible idea. We need to switch, you know." And uh, so that so that's part of the reason why it doesn't get personal. It's not about personal. It's you and I can argue about things and and look at it from a technical point of view. You know there are some things that for some reason really get you know emotional and other things. Like that. No, but most of the time we can um, uh, we can discuss and disagree and disagree very much. It's like one eighty de- degrees difference, but it but it's still because it's you know this is such a challenging area. And and we don't want to get too far away from it because it's very likely that I I'll discover or you might discover something that oh you hadn't thought about that use case, what happens when we do this, and suddenly it's like well if we do that we can't ever make it context. expert so like, oh we don't want that right so you can you know people change their minds and the person who is arguing the most strongly for something you know in an hour later they might be saying no 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 don't let's not do that so I think that's part of what keeps it civil. Keeps it um, friendly. And um, I, I happen to like, you know, not just not just at this conference, but the, the C++ community in general. And I think part of it is what we're doing is just so hard that we're not embarrassed when we screw it up. We're not embarrassed to get on Slack and say, okay, somebody explain these rules to me because I've, I've tried to read the standard and it makes no sense. Or I'm not even trying to read the standard. Somebody please just explain it to me. I think we can be, you know, we're humbled by that. And that creates a a much more
4: uh, um, congenial uh, kind of of community that we have. All right, yeah. I just wanted to say that you should come here with strong opinions, as in you thought about things, you have your point of view, and you make sure that they are weakly held. I have this conviction, and I'm willing to argue it, but if you convince me, I can just take this bracelet off and do something else. I don't have a tattoo, and I will never make it one. we we'll to work on that i think
1: uh you, you made that the you, you made that the
0: motto for the uh the slogan for the show right
1: yeah strong opinions weekly as in every week uh, held yeah. but i'm bummed. i think on a
0: joke like that we ought to uh probably wind it up um so by the time you've seen this i hope you've seen the the show at accu and um we're going to get back to the regular format for a little while We're going to try to bring as many conference shows as as we can, Uh, but the normal format is a little bit fewer participants, but uh, we want to thank all of you, the panel, and certainly thank the audience for uh, laughing at our lame jokes or whatever else you did. But anyway, uh, thank you all very much, and we will see you soon. Thank you. Safe
9: coding. Safe coding. (laughs) Safe coding, yeah. So we dropped that. (laughs) We dropped that. I yep. I, we
8: didn't say that so um, with uh...